A little bit. It's that special buzz that bargain hunters get on oh, none that. other than Black Friday. I yes, thought you were talking that. about feeling something else. <laughs> uh, well, with the chaos that commonly ensues with millions of shoppers clamoring for a limited supply of that hot ticket item, mm -hmm. we often lose touch with our humanity. You've so, seen the YouTube videos? They're awful. They are. How fitting is that that today, Friday, in Kiteland is all about grounding, connecting, and bonding? Indeed it is fitting. And while we won't likely see the images from past years of people behaving badly, ripping each other's hair out no. over non-essential items, Thank goodness. we'll still likely hear a few stories of those disconnecting. And that is what I recently did, and it woke me up. Which is a good way segue into waking up. Let's go to our gift of the day. Blissfully disconnected in the High Sierra, I didn't realize how much I needed a tech detox. Mm -hmm. I got the best sleep and deepest reflection in recent memory. Slave to your device? We fix that. I love it. When I first entered into the world of social media, I doubled down on using my devices to communicate. But I was using them to unify and heal humanity. I had literally no idea just what I was in for and how time-consuming it would be. And then I would turn into one of those guys. One of them. Yeah. You know the ones that are constantly looking into their black mirrors, goofily walking around on the street. Yep, trying to multitask. Yep. <laughs> and if you could see me right now, I'm doing the slap your head on the forehead emoji <laughs> that I love to send to, to friends. Well, it, you know... Prior to all this, my daughters and I used to watch fail videos of <laughs> these idiots falling into manholes, open manholes. And so now I have this petrifying fear that I'm going to fall into a manhole. So how things change. Yes. I love yeah. the fountain ones, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we always used to say, you deserved it. That's why exactly. it was funny, right? right? It's like, look at me, how cool I am. And now your phone's dead because it's wet. So true. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm, I'm that guy. So the, uh, that's the irony, though. The irony of bonding and connecting people on a large scale is that the tool in which we use keeps us isolated from those in our immediate physical proximity. Isn't it ironic? Oh, hi, Alanis. Where you been, girl? <laughs> Somewhere in Canada, probably. <laughs> and... I was not prepared for just how insidious this would become and how dependent I would become on my stupid device. But it, one thing worse than being dependent upon your device. Depending on, depending on a signal you The getting. signal. I know. The signal. <laughs> you start to freak out. So losing a signal should not give anyone a panic attack. Never. Ugh. Never, ever. And... Uh. You know, what I've recently noticed in the past couple of years is when family comes over, some family oh. members, it's not even a hello anymore. It's what's your Wi-Fi password. <laughs> That's a downgrade. Usually it's get out of my way. Where's the turkey? <laughs> now it's, what's the Wi-Fi password? Oh, people and their bonding. I so, know. We digress. Anyway, on our trip, we started our ascent into the Sierra Nevada mountain range. It was just gorgeous. And there I am, like, starting to take pictures, and I'm looking at my signal going, oh, oh, crap, what if I lose my signal? I hadn't even thought about that. And these, this isn't something you should be stressing about. Right? You're going to de-stress, and this is what you do. You worry about your signal, but... 
I know? can, but I can already feel the people listening getting anxious at the mere mention of oh, I bet. not having a signal. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and you know, having not thought this through, I was feeling a bit like, and this is maybe overly <laughs> dramatic, but I was feeling like the Donner Party. <laughs> But instead of running out of food and water, yeah, you were handcuffed from possibly posting for a few minutes. Yep, yep, oh or or God. or worse, hours, or God forbid, a day or two. What would my audience do if I failed to consistently post? I mean, oh, Gary Vee says it very clearly: you've got to be consistent, or you'll lose your audience. And so I figured, oh, oh the world's going to plunge into some cataclysmic darkness if your I don't. Your fans post. are going to yeah. abandon you and move on. <laughs> that was my fear. It was legit. My fear. So please, please, I needed to stop this madness. Was I worrying way too much? Yes, of course you were. Yeah, I tend to do that. Being that this was a new experience for me and that like any other human in my position, I had a bit of a learning curve on how to first come to grips with the possibility that I would not have a signal for two days, 24 hours. Oh, my God. And that I would have to adapt, adjust, and overcome to Mm -hmm. it. And that once I regained a signal, that I would be able to reinsert myself back into the land of social media with no harm done. And then it hit me. Oh, my God. I'm an addict. Right? Hi. I'm David. (laughs) And I'm an addict. (laughs) I am addicted to myself. Could you see? Could you see that intervention? Could you see this, this support group? Uh, off in the distance, somebody's phone rings, and they're like, all right, Bert, hand over your damn chip. <laughs> you seven-day chip. You lost your chip again. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, to use that analogy, I was literally going through withdrawals. No joke. I mean, I didn't have delirium tremens or night sweats, but I did have a physiological reaction to not posting. It's true. They have done studies where heart rates actually go up, and – you start to have like a film of sweat oh, over your body. I, I can absolutely corroborate that. And, you know, the longer this went on, the worse it got. So it was so pervasive that I would find myself, this is embarrassing, literally holding my dead phone in my hand, even oh, though I didn't gosh. have a signal. Oh, because it was kind of calming and soothing. Yeah, it comforted just to me. have it in your hand. Oh, how sick is that? Yeah. Oh, my God. David. And I'll tell you, I thought out loud. This is friggin' ridiculous. How can I be so enslaved by my device? And how did it come on so quickly? Right. And how do you disengage from it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not a psychiatrist and never will be. But, you know, this kind of felt like uh, maybe it was a little unhealthy. You think? (laughs) And as you might imagine, second to my well-being, you know, applying our tried and true self-ish model, I thought of the millions who are suffering right along with me that need more help than I do. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I shouldn't judge, but there is a distinct difference from my purpose. I'm posting exclusively with the intention of helping humanity. And right, instead of like mindly, mindlessly playing a video right. game or just scrolling through these two-second TikTok videos. Right, right. And then, and then the empath in me says, well, what about those folks? Right, the folks that are neither giving nor gaining anything tangible right but in the in the process sacrificing their physical and emotional connections with those in their immediate proximity and and nothing to show for it right right, nothing to show for it you know and i knew it was bad for me but experiencing it myself firsthand and and being new to this whole thing and seeing how from a different perspective 
you know, I was, I was definitely wrongly assuming that because I was doing it for more of a, let's say a noble or a higher purpose that it was more acceptable. Mm. No. But you did say the word perspective, and I yes. think that's one of the most effective yet totally underappreciated tool that we forget to pause and actually use. Yep. Perspective. Yep. Yep. Absolutely changed uh, the way I think about those folks that are dependent and the way that I think about how I was becoming one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And you know what? And while we joke, and we didn't research any of this prior to coming on the air, there may actually be support groups for tech addicts. I'd I, almost be willing to bet that there are. Could anyway, be CPA. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as I meditated on this being an addiction, I, that was cell phone anonymous. By yeah, the way, I think they got it. They're okay. smart people. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. As I was meditating on being an addict, <laughs> I treated it like it was an addict. So okay. I what went through the do? process. I shut off the device. I handed it over to the folks I was with, almost like a Jekyll and Hyde thing, like, tie me down. I asked them to put it somewhere safe and where I wouldn't see it. Damn, you were serious. I'm all in because I was concerned. Yeah. So then I told them that if I asked for it back and I, I knew about the time that I would start to get that itch, right? It's There's a certain mm-hmm. time that I like to post to deny me of my phone being given back and to remind me why I gave it to them in the first place. A swift and immediate detox. Absolutely. Yeah. And this was my, you ready for this? Cold turkey method. (laughs) Everybody's still tripping on their tryptophan. I just had to work (laughs) that turkey in there. Yeah. But you know what, though, Michelle? It worked. And I will say that (laughs) the first 12 hours were rough. Of course. Yeah. Especially because I used my device for so many other things than just the posting. Right. Yeah, you're an avid shutterbug, David. Shutterbug. I love that term, shutterbug. <laughs> I am like, a shutterbug. Yeah, you like to take those memorable photos. Yep, absolutely. And I record all of my ideas for podcasts and posts and, and my workshops on my Memos app. I use it as a music player when I'm running. You know, And I'll tell you, when I was riding my bike in the mountains that day, it was rough to not have my music on. Well, how about you're in the mountains and it got dark. Were you allowed to use your flashlight? <laughs> no freaking flashlight. I'm walking guys, around on uneven I surface. To see. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> but you said no. <laughs> but I'm falling. <laughs> it serves you right. Oh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> on your phone. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, and then just as I go to bed, right? I mean, this thing is this this thing is with, with me from wire to wire. At the very end of the night, what do I do? I set my alarm clock. Yes. So now I'm I'm just free and floating around in the universe without my tether. I yeah. love that. Freeing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing short of eye-opening. So, no. Yeah, definitely. Does this mean we're at story time? Oh, it's story time. Mm-hmm. Story time. Let me share a tale. <laughs> that's, that's actually not bad. We didn't rehearse that. No. Yeah. So first, I don't think... I've slept that soundly in years. Not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I completely underestimated just how distracting my phone is while I sleep, even with it in sleep mode. Oh, I get it. There is a compulsion to continually check that thing during the nighttime when nothing's happening. Right. It, where did that come from? You, right. Obviously, it Scary. happened. It evolved over time. It became a ritual. And so 
I will wake up in the middle of the night. I'll look at it to see what time it is. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, that's stressful sometimes. Right. Especially when you see you only have a few more hours left to sleep and you're not feeling rested quite right. yet. And it just makes it worse. Right. So now you're laying there going, oh, I'll never get back to sleep and I'm going to have a crappy day. And it's the, the phone actually didn't uh, provide a service at that point. So since I was void of this device, I had no idea what time it was. And when I would wake up in the middle of the night, I just had to adopt the who cares mentality. Well, yeah, you're up in the mountains. It doesn't sound like you had to, to get up for anything specific, That's right? Very true. Very true. So I, you know what I did? I rolled over and I just went back to you sleep. Went back to Zian. Oh, so by night number two, I didn't wake up at all during the middle of the night. My brain subconsciously already knew that that phone was no longer accessible no and there was no to reason in. to look at it. No Ridiculous. Need to check in. Yep. 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 So because there was nothing to check in on, I slept like a baby. I like it. Now, while all of these were epiphanies for me, keep in mind that I've only been doing this social media thing, say it with me, for under a month. One month. A month. Yeah. So this had to get you wondering what it looks like for those who've maybe been doing this year after year after year with multiple posts a day. My God, Michelle, their ability to break free would be infinitely more complex and painful. And I imagine it would it would need a legitimate intervention. Well, we said there's probably a, a support. Group, I'm sure. CPA. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that story, all fine and good as self-discovery and my personal call to action. But I'm willing to bet that you're wondering what happened after I was reacquainted with my signal. Mm. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the end. I'm joking. Of course we want to know. Jackass. <laughs> Again, like with any addiction, my first exposure after the deprivation was nearly orgasmic unforgettable unforgettable yep. but as i started tapping away a comment came from the back seat and it washed over me i heard a voice say huh it was so nice to see you so engaged this weekend hint hint no way oh yeah which david that says a lot because you are completely yep. engaged yeah. so how have you modified your life? Great question. How have you modified this? Yeah. So obviously I didn't want to encounter that. And, you know, the folks that were with me were not very, they're not very overstated. So mm -hmm. when that came out, I was like, ooh, okay, I, I really have to listen. So I now have a regimen and I've slotted times during the day to do my posts. I'm conscious of my screen time and I've gone on a tech diet, eliminating any unnecessary use. Mm, no more Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That that literally took probably a year from my life. Now that was like 10, 15 years ago, but yeah. Oh no, that's wow. I would disappear into the bathroom and I'd come out an hour later. Yeah. Oh wow. no. Yeah, I'm not kidding. So yeah, I learned a ton about this modern phenomenon over this period of time, and I've taken it on as my own personal challenge. Uh, but not just in my life, but for all y'all. A foreshadow. Wait. But right after this. Oh. Okay, David, now that we've got everyone's attention, slow your roll. Right, right. This is called action time. What? Is that code for commercial? Well, we don't have fancy sponsors. Yet. 
Hint, hint. <laughs> and our mission is to improve the quality of life of humanity. Facts combined, we need your help. So please, put us on pause. Accept our challenge and share this podcast with five, five people, people today. today. So that we can grow our community together. We can't fulfill our mission without you, our kite flyers. Thank, Thank you, you for, for your, your support. support. Now, back to our story. Wait, what's that I hear in the distance? Ding, ding. It's not your device. It's a school bell. <laughs> you are all so smart already, and I'm sure that you can predict today's homework. I'm sure. Kiteland is built upon grounding, connecting, and bonding, and we've made it a theme for Fridays. Yep. Your assignment is to make a concerted effort to document the amount of time you are using your device. And be honest. Don't shave time. Don't make it look like you're not on your phone as much as you are, or yeah, whatever exactly. device it is. And this is using your device in the presence of others right. whom you would have otherwise been given your time and attention to. Yep. So then make a conscious effort to reduce that distraction time. Then, then, as a validation, inquire as to whether the people you would ordinarily be ignoring noticed a difference. You know what? And that's the real juice of this. I am willing to bet, just as what happened with me, that if they are being honest, they will or paying attention and not on their device. <laughs> Good point. Because <laughs> you see that in tandem. How right. many times have we been at a restaurant? All we look over at the, the table time. next to us, and both people are completely disengaged. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, that was a tangent. Ask them if they noticed, and ask them if it made a difference that they saw a, a difference in reconnecting with you, and take that. And put it in your back pocket and think about that next time you reach for that damn device. And once you get good at that, devise a plan to get even better, even if it's 1% better. Yep. Thank you, James Clear. Um, <laughs> next time, try leaving your phone when you go run one errand. Right. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to be attached to it all the time. Mm -hmm. OMG. Michelle, as usual, a lot of wisdom bombs being dropped left and right. What was your mic drop moment or moments today? Right on. Consider trading your real life connections for virtual ones, losing bonds and not feeling grounded. Are you overdue for a tech detox? Hmm. We fixed that. Get out there and fly that kite. Damn straight. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.